While the political world was focused on Donald Trump's legal woes, one of his competitors was secretly on an overnight train in Kyiv, where he met with Ukrainian President Zelensky and visited cities decimated by Russia's war. Here with me now is former New Jersey governor and presidential candidate Chris Christie. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I want to get to your trip to Ukraine in a minute. But first, you just heard the former president's lawyer criticize the DOJ over this indictment about his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. He says all Trump did was exercise his free speech and follow the advice from his own lawyers. What's your response to that? Look, uh, obviously a federal grand jury in the District of Columbia disagrees and they returned an indictment. And now, you know, what we see from Donald Trump is what we always see from Donald Trump, um, insulting anybody who uh, raises any questions about his conduct on January 6th, when he invited people to come to Washington and told them it was going to be wild, then uh, spoken before them told them the election had been stolen, which was a lie that he had continued from election night forward. Uh, then he told them that Mike Pence could overturn the election. Only Mike Pence could do it. Uh, and that uh, if he didn't do it, he would be a major disappointment. Asked them then to march up to Capitol Hill uh, to stop what was going on up there. Said he would march with them. But as I've told you, Dana, I knew that if Donald Trump had a risk of breaking a fingernail, he's such a coward that he wouldn't go up to Capitol Hill. So he went back to the safety of the White House and sent those folks up there uh, to do what they did, which was to create uh, many of them uh, a violent conduct up on Capitol so Hill you don't think to it's try speech. to stop you what was going conduct? on in terms of confirming the election. Well, it's very clearly conduct. Now, you know, there may have been parts of it that were speech too, Dan, and nothing's ever absolute. Um, but the fact of the matter is the president wanted what happened to happen. And in fact, the, the way to know that is that when it started to happen, he did not run out of the White House and say, put me in front of the cameras. Let me tell those people, stop being violent up there. We shouldn't do it. No, he didn't do that. He sat, ate his overdone hamburger um, in, the, in the White House dining room he has off the Oval Office and enjoyed watching what was going on. In fact, we know he told Speaker McCarthy that maybe it's those people care more about the fact the election was stolen than you do. I mean, does that sound like somebody who, you know, was concerned about anything other than keeping himself in power? Look, the, 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 the bigger lie now is that Donald Trump says he's doing this for us. Yet, if you listen to everything he's had to say, is he talking about what Joe Biden's inflation has done to the American people? Is he talking about what the energy crisis that Joe Biden created has done to the price of gasoline um, and to what's going on all across this world uh, in terms of the fight for energy? Mm -hmm. um, is he talking about the crime in the streets, Dana, and how that's affecting citizens of every one of our major cities? No. He's just talking about himself. So I want Republican voters to know this is a preview of the election coming up if Donald Trump's the nominee. He'll be talking about Donald Trump rather than Joe Biden. And what we should be focused on is talking about Joe Biden and yeah. his record. And that's why he cannot be the nominee. I, I want to move on to Ukraine. But real quick, do you think that in Washington, D.C., a place that Joe Biden won by almost 90 percentage points in 2020, Donald Trump can get a fair trial? Dana, unlike anybody else in this race, I actually did this um, for seven years as the U.S. attorney in the fifth largest office in the country in New Jersey, which is a very blue mm -hmm. state. Um, and I could tell you, I watched 
as jurors put aside any of their partisanship or politics and listened to the evidence and returned, in my state, fair and just verdicts, 130 of them in political corruption cases that we did without a defeat, and never was one of them overturned on appeal uh, during my seven so, years. Yes. And so, uh, you know, my view is... Uh, yeah, I believe jurors can be fair. I believe in the American people, and I believe in the fact that jurors will, f- will listen fairly and impartially. Okay. And for people who say they won't, Dana, those are people who believe only in themselves, like Donald Trump, and not the American Let, people. Let's talk about your trip to Ukraine. You are the second Republican candidate to visit. You met with President Zelensky in Kyiv. You paid your respects to civilians killed in Bucha. And you said you would come back and tell everyone what you saw. What do you want the American people and people around the world to know? I want them to know about the atrocities that were being were being and are being committed uh, against the free Ukrainian people by the Russian military. I went to the town of Busha, um, where um, I went to a shallow grave of 160 civilians who were executed by the Russian army. But before they were executed, Dana, for many of them, their eyes were gouged out. Their ears were cut off. Then their hands were tied behind their back and they were shot in the back of the head by Russian soldiers, civilians, not soldiers, civilians. And then Russian soldiers went in and raped the mothers and the daughters that were in the house after the men of the house had been killed. Um, I went to the Children's Center for Civil Rights in Ukraine. And there they told us that over 19,000 children Mm -hmm. have been abducted, kidnapped by the Russian military and brought back to Russia so they can be programmed to work for the Russian Federation. Dana, I met some of those mothers whose children were ripped away from them by Russian soldiers. They don't know how they are, where they are. Um, This is not a territorial dispute, Dana. This is an absolute authoritarian attempt by Vladimir Putin to overtake the free country of a neighbor. And it's obscene what's going on there. And America is right to supply. And I spoke with President Zelensky for an hour. He never once asked to have American troops, American men or women there. All he wants is the ability to fight the war on an even basis. Give you one quick example. In artillery, the Russians are outgunning them on a daily basis, nearly 11 to 1 in artillery. Um, The the Ukrainian army is incredibly brave. They're fighting for a unified and free Europe that we've maintained for 80 years since the end of World War II. Uh, And I'm proud to have been there with President Zelensky and to stand with the Ukrainian people who are being abused and killed uh, by Russian mercenaries. You also brought uh, the Ukrainian president something that maybe could give him hope or at least a, a chuckle, your old friend, John Bon Jovi shared a video of a band in Ukraine playing It's My Life as people in Odessa filled sandbags to defend their city. You called Bon Jovi before you went, and quickly, what happened next? Uh, John wrote out the lyrics uh, to the song It's My Life, which served as an inspiration for a lot of the citizens in, in Odessa as they were preparing for the invasion by the Russians. He wrote it out in his own hand, got it framed, um, and I brought it to President Zelensky, presented it to him, and said that this is representative 
of many of the American people and what they feel about the cause that's being fought for in Ukraine and who support Ukrainian people against Russian barbarism. And uh, we got a good laugh over it about two guys from New Jersey um, trying to be supportive um, of what's happening over uh, in Ukraine for the Ukrainian people. And so um, I I was happy to do that uh, and to be able to show him that uh, there's lots of folks over here. In fact, hundreds of millions of Americans who believe that the Ukrainian cause is just. And let's remember this, Dana. Donald Trump said that the person perpetrating these atrocities, torture, murder, and the kidnap of innocent children is brilliant and an excellent leader. That's the kind of thing that Donald Trump will bring back to the presidency, is that type of attitude towards somebody like Vladimir Putin. I think the American people need to really wonder uh, whether Vladimir Putin is the role model we want for leadership around the world. As a Jersey girl, I have a special appreciation for uh, the New Jersey, former New Jersey governor bringing John Bon Jovi's lyrics over to Ukraine. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Dana, thanks for having me on. I hope everybody has a great Sunday.